The Ectoplasm Show is brought to you by North KC's Big Rip Brewing Company. Lighten up dark matter, have a craft beer. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Five seven six seven seven nine eight or text on the text line at 22980. Starting a new segment tonight called Paranormal News. And I'm sure I'll change that name at least 15 different times over the course of doing the segment, because I always do, uh, where we're just going to talk about weird stuff that is, yeah. is happening out there, weird paranormal phenomena that is happening uh, that I don't believe in any of it. Yeah, which the world's I, pretty weird. I'm, I'm a, a very cynical, skeptical person, and uh, I don't believe in conspiracies or anything like that. Yeah. I think like, covering stuff up is very hard. We have Jason Kupsik in here with us uh, from the Mid-Continent Paranormal Research Society. You can go to their website at midcontinentparanormal.com. You can follow him on Twitter at, what's the Twitter handle you use? It's at MCParanormalRS. It's also that on YouTube and Instagram. Okay, cool, cool. So how long, before we get into the stories, how long have you been doing this? I've been interested in this stuff my whole life. I uh, was the little kid that would check out all the weird books from the library. And uh, we've been investigating for about five years now. Investigating for five years. And what do, you, what do you do as far as an investigation is concerned? We'll go in and set up various different equipment and do EVP sessions as we're just basically talking to ourselves and hope we get something on the recording. Okay. So you just have a, a, a recorder going and then you go back and listen to it like different frequencies or what? We also have camera system set up that's basically a security system that we bring with us and set up in each place we go to. Um, but as far as the audio, the theory is, is they're on a f- electronic frequency that humans can't hear and then... They're able to be picked up on an electronic recording, recorder, right. and then we can hear it on playback. What's the frequency? Can I have no idea. <laughs> I just burst into an REM song. Um, well, because uh, it does it, it can it be very low, like the frequency, or is it like a dogs can hear a type of frequency, or I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, I'm not trying it, to put it, you on the spot. No, no, I, just, no, no, I mean, no. I know a little bit about audio I, uh, recording, so I, I, I thought it may yeah. be like something at like 28 hertz or something like that. Or no, it, it, it's not. It's just something we can't hear at the time. Okay. I, I, for one, think that it's possible it could be overlapping stations. It could be mm-hmm. baby monitors. It could be something, but it's different when you get an actual response to a question rather than just something random. Ah, uh, got it. So if you say, like, is there anybody here, and then you hear nothing, but then you listen back to the tape and it's like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Then that's obviously something. Okay. Uh, well, you, it's, you ever get a hey, what's up? From yeah, the spectral we plane, do. Really? Um, I've had my name said... I had something asked for one of my members' cigarettes. And, did he um, give it to him? Well, he didn't well, know. Well, we didn't know. Th- ah, what a dumb ghost. What a <laughs> stupid ghost. Because he should have he should have asked for something that, or not asked for anything. Or he should have yeah. said, hey, come back next time and bring some cigarettes with you. I smoke Marlboros. <laughs> I bet a lot of ghosts probably sound like they smoke Marlboros. Maybe. Yeah. They got that deep. I had red. one say it. It was profanity, and I won't say it, but it said, I'm bleeping dead once. <laughs> I, we were aware of that. That's why we were talking to ghosts. Yeah, but I, he wasn't very happy, wasn't. Uh, whatever it might have been. Not one of those happy ghosts like Casper? Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm different than a lot of groups, a lot of people out there. I, I don't ever try to claim what it is. I don't know if it's a dead person. I don't know. If, the whole thing about paranormal is it's got an explanation, we just don't know what it is yet. Mm-hmm. And I look at everything as being possible, but I don't try to put a label on anything. Because once you do that, you 
push other possibilities out. Yeah. So it's like when, you know, back in the 1400s or something like that, when they saw the light spectrum, they probably were like, well, it makes a rainbow when you look at it through a prism uh, because God wants us to see rainbows or whatever. Yeah. And that was their explanation for it. You don't do that. You go, wait, no, there's probably a reason for that. Let's keep looking into it before we just decide on something. Well, yeah, and it's all about personal experience. I could show you whatever... I could show you, but right. you weren't there. It's the weirdest thing that's happened when you've been on one of these investigations. Um, I would say it's probably most frightening as well. Mm-hmm. One of the first times I did an investigation, I had something that it came off as intimidating. Maybe he just wanted to give me a hug. But I was in a basement by myself, and I knew I was down there by myself because I saw everybody go up the stairs. And I was leaning up against a pool table. I had something wrap its arms from behind and breathe on the back of my neck. You weren't at a prison, were you? No. Because okay. it sounds like a prison ghost to me. Hey, my name's Bubba. No, yeah, but so I, felt, I felt the actual, like, You noise. felt the hands, mm-hmm. like, around you. Yeah. And there obviously wasn't anything there. Yeah, I mean, it could be in my head. That's yeah. the whole thing about the paranormal. It's right. just something I don't know what it it's was. One of the reasons why I don't believe in a lot of stuff is because I have a very, very active imagination. Yeah. And I, I, one, I don't want to. Uh, because that would terrify me. But two, I, a lot of things have happened to me that I've been like, wait, no, I didn't just hear something that there's a reasonable explanation for that. Well, just the other night, actually, we were here. I think, what was that? What, Tuesday night, Travis? Remember? And we heard, like, the ghost yelling at us. Yes, that was Tuesday. It just turned out to be the jackasses over there at 610. Oh, really? Yeah, they were yeah, trying to mess yeah, with yeah. us. Yeah, they were over there going, Rrr! like that but we didn't know we're like oh god it's a ghost gorilla we literally stopped everything we were like yeah uh. we were in the middle of a bit and we were just like wait hold on ghost gorillas don't exist anymore <laughs> anymore the ghostbusters took care of that uh okay so great so do you have anything coming up with the uh mid-continent paranormal well on society? halloween we are taking zach and jamie mm-hmm. on another investigation at least i know zach is coming and you're welcome to come too but you have a little boy so yeah I'm sure you're i gotta busy. take trick-or-treating that would but maybe in the future maybe i'll take him with us yeah yeah so um, that he can be terrified by where are you going uh i don't want to say where because oh, okay. people might show up is there anywhere in the kansas city area that is like known for its high frequency of weird stuff like is there a there are a few places and they give out tours uh the john warnell house mm-hmm. i know the guy that runs the tours over there and and um longview mansion is pretty active okay. as well and uh, everybody knows the sally house i don't know any of these things and then again i i you know again I'm there's a few around that are stuff. are well known Okay, cool. Um, We will talk to Jason Kupsik about these weird paranormal stories that we have uh, in front of us that we were talking about uh, earlier today over Twitter. For instance, aliens abducted me for sexual uh, exploits, uh, according to a U.S. air man who actually was an air woman. Mm Kind of threw me off when I read it. He's like, yeah, nobody's, no alien's going to abduct a dude. (laughs) Uh, But it's a chick, so maybe there's some validity to the story. As well as the merman story. All of that coming up on the Jonathan Weir Show here on KMBZ. The only show on live right now in Kansas City. The Jonathan Weir Show. That's right, sweetie. The only one still here. It's the Jonathan Weir Show here on KBZ. 576-7798 or text on the text line at 22980. I have Jason Kupsik from the Mid-Continent Paranormal Research Society. Uh, you can check out their website at midcontinentparanormal.com if you want to see what they're up to as far as investigations are concerned. Something I, I really do like about you is you, you, we were talking during the break, and you said that you approach this as anything is possible. Like, I'm not going to yeah. just decide that, oh, that has to be an alien UFO. That has to be Bigfoot. You're like, it could be a guy in a suit. It could be the U.S. government flying some kind of weird plane. Why decide that it's one thing and just pick the most interesting thing? Well, a guy a couple of years ago actually got shot while he was in a Bigfoot suit. Really? Yeah, I just thought of it when Who? you said that. Wait, stop everything. Hold on. He was shot while wearing a Bigfoot. What was he, he was doing? Along was he along the highway. No, he was that along the awesome. highway, and he was trying to scare drivers, and somebody pulled out a gun and shot him, and he died. Well, that's fair, actually. <laughs> that is actually, I would, I would probably do that, too. I mean, I'm not sure that I would shoot him. I might ask him if he was actually Bigfoot first. Yeah. Then if he said no, then I'd shoot him. Because I'm kind to all the animals. especially. Do you think Bigfoot are super intelligent? Do you think they're smarter than us? Um, I think that they would have to have some kind of intelligence equal to us to stay hidden. Do you think they're like Chewbacca's, though? Like, uh, 
like if they're they're out there, then they might be as intelligent as us, but they just don't conform to our ways. There's kind of two camps on Bigfoot. There's one that's it's just a creature, undiscovered creature. There's plenty of those in the planet. They find them all the time, not that size usually. Then there's the other side that think that they're actually alien, alien, or or uh, something like that. That's why they d- disappear. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's talk about some of these weird stories we have. The merman in Poland. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems to me like this is of the stories that you sent to me. This is the most easily BS story, probably of all of them, because. It's guys, first of all, they say it's guys wearing hazmat suits. I used to work where we occasionally have to wear hazmat suits. Those are not hazmat yeah, suits. Yeah, they're just white. They're just like white suits. Like right. Uh, suits. They're just like, you know, you don't want to get a bunch of water and crap on you kind of suits. But it shows, there's a video, and you can see it online, of a bunch of guys pulling what some people say looks like a merman, what looks to me like a green nebulous kind of blob thing up yeah. out of a creek. And it's the grainiest video I've seen in 2015 shot on a camera phone. I don't know what kind of camera phone they were using, but it's obviously really outdated. Couldn't we get like a clear image of this? Well, yeah, it, I mean, it doesn't necessarily state when it was videotaped. That's a good point. But um, it, whatever it is, is the size of a human mm-hmm. and... They didn't post a lot of info on it. No. Um, they say it's a video appears to show a merman being pulled out of a lake in Poland, uh, put on a stretcher and taken away by a mysterious official dressed in biohazard suits. Uh, according to the Daily Mirror, the video was captured in Poland, though there have been no confirmations about the date when the video was shot. Um, I don't know. I, maybe that's what Daryl Hannah is up to. I don't know. I can see that what lake this was but i do know that lake poland yeah in poland uh some of the most mysterious parts of our planet take place in deep water right we hardly know anything about the creatures in the bottom of the ocean i don't know how deep this lake was it did <laughs> didn't look very deep i don't yeah. know how deep the lakes get in poland but <laughs> that's a, that's a great point instead of uh, like uh, you know all this this effort into finding the loch ness monster and stuff like that there's so much crazy stuff we've actually explored more area of the moon than we have of our own oceans yeah. you know uh the second story actually hold on let's just get to the 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 best story on here because uh we have about five minutes left here And I want to talk about this. The aliens abducted me for sex. According to a U.S. airman, she spent three months on a secret moon base. Um, I have the story in front of me. I can just read it or you can give the rundown. It was a lady named Naria, according to the article. She was kidnapped by reptilian aliens in the 80s. She claimed that her memory was wiped and hypnosis brought there out this memory. There were a lot of reptilian-like people in the 80s, though. Yeah. I mean, Jack Nicholson looked pretty damn reptilian in the <laughs> 80s. It might have been just Jack. Maybe yeah. that's what it was. Yeah. This hair slicked back. Could have been James Spader. Okay. And so she, she says they took her to the moon. They took her to the moon, and they used her as a slave for mundane tasks during the day, <laughs> and at night used her as a sex slave. Okay. Including a lot of the other humans that were there, apparently. She was passed around amongst the other humans there. No. Oh, the other humans were all slaves as well. To the aliens? To the aliens. So they were having to have sex with the aliens. Um, See, because that doesn't make sense to me. If I was, if you know, humans one day hopefully will, you know, navigate this galaxy or even beyond. I don't think I'm going to be landing on a planet and be going, oh, man, look at that hot little tentacled monster over there. (laughs) Oh, going to get me some of that. You know, why would they be attracted to us? I don't know. Maybe they didn't have anything else to do at night. Because that's where she claimed that it would happen their their nighttime or whatever. I mean, even if, it, and especially if they're aliens, they probably would look at us like animals. Like we look at dogs. Probably. So there's just a bunch of bestiality driven aliens <laughs> abducting people. This is horrible. Well, Maybe that's why yeah. they were sent here, though. They on their planet, these were the freaks. These were mm-hmm. the horrible, uh, you know, dog screwers on their planet. Yeah. They're like, you know, we could send you to jail or we'll just send you the moon on Earth and then you can abduct humans there and have fun with them. Uh, the first problem I have with this, though, besides the whole bestiality aspect, is she said that she was made to perform mundane tasks. Like, it, it said in the article, like, move boxes around and other things like that. Uh, lifting and stacking boxes. So, these aliens have the ability to, to transnavigate a galaxy... Maybe they didn't want to bother themselves with the little things. You would think that they would have a forklift. Yeah. You know? Why would they need her 
to pick up and put down the boxes unless that's just part of like the grueling you know training regimen for the humans and like it's it's a way to break down our spirit Maybe yeah, and it, it doesn't necessarily really say what the other humans were doing up there. Mm-hmm. That's just what she said she was doing. And it was on the other side of the moon. Conveniently, that's why we can't right, see, can see it. Mm-hmm. Right, we can't see it. Right, right, right. There's lots of other theories about things on the moon. I mean, that's one of the... What are some of the weird theories about the moon? Um, well, that Neil Armstrong actually saw aliens as he was leaving the moon. As he was leaving, he was like, bye. And they're like, bye. Yeah, I mean, I've heard, and you, you can only believe what you can find on the internet. I obviously wasn't alive during mm-hmm. that time. But there's claims that he, at a press conference when he got back at the end, he kind of quipped that there were people waving him off as they were leaving the moon. Huh. All right. And for another thing that I heard was, or that I've read, was that ham radio operators, they were able to hear the transmissions being sent back, and they would report that they heard them talking about ships that were lining the crater they were in. Huh. Well, it's something we'll talk about. Uh, Do you know a lot about the Fermi Paradox? No. Okay, well, we need to talk about that because the whole idea of aliens is not exactly crazy. It almost seems like a realistic thing that we haven't seen any and that they'd want to stay hidden, especially if they're a bunch of, you know, weird, psycho, sex-driven bestialists who are inhabiting the moon. The Jonathan Weir Show. It's the Jonathan Weir Show here on KNBC. Every week at 7.30, we start a new segment that I'm calling WTFPNF, which stands for, what the bleep, uh, Paranormal Fridays. We have Jason Kupsik from the Mid-Continent Paranormal Research Society. I say it all right. Yes! Joining us. uh, Now... Let, I want to start this off every time because I know you're very involved in, in that group and you do a lot of cool stuff. Uh, what is your guy's next big thing? What are you working on? Well, tomorrow we're actually going and camping at a supposed Indian burial ground. A supposed Indian burial ground? Well, uh, I was... You're not sure if there's Indians buried there? <laughs> um, I don't know personally. I was told by a Native American psychic that there were. Ah. I've been out there before. There's some odd stuff, but I don't know for sure if mm-hmm. it is or not, but it should be fun. I'm trying to remember what decade I'm in. Never mind. I was, I was going to make a racist joke, <laughs> and I'm not going to. I was going to say something like, oh, is his name Runs With Money? I'm not going to do that <laughs> because that would be wrong and... and, and it would insult Indians more than it would in. We're not actually going to camp on, on where the they said. Are you they a little were worried about that? Because that never seems to end well for <laughs> Craig T. Nelson and other people in movies. Um, I've been out there a few times. Yeah, never camped there, but the the property itself is massive, lots of acres. So mm-hmm. we're going to camp somewhere else. Apparently, they see UFOs out there too. Oh, really? So and, and that could be from ground. anywhere. Out there now, apparently. do you think they'll be mad that you've been on air calling it an Indian burial ground instead of a Native American burial ground? Well, it was the I Native American guy that called it an Indian burial. Ground. Oh, did he? So. <laughs> well, maybe it was actually people from you know Calcutta that came over here and were buried there. Uh, who knows? Those kind of Indians. Maybe that's what he meant. I I, I, I bet it. that's what he meant. <laughs> no. Nah, I bet that's I bet that's what it is. Uh, all right, so Jason joins us to talk about all sorts of weird. Uh, news stories and the way this segment generally works is jason has these really awesome stories and then me being the cynical skeptical piece of crap that i am will sit here and poke holes in them and um wait for him to punch me in the face basically is what I'm. he's a big guy he could take me out pretty quick so we'll see um we have a bunch of stories that you sent me over yeah. the course of the week on twitter the first one i want to talk about is the humanoid over the power plant in slovakia yes did you watch the video i watched the video um, 
just get, get, tell the story here. They say that there's UFOs frequently over power plants. Well, that's a overall thing. Um, like that's something that they, giant they infrastructure. A yeah, uh, all around the world, giant infrastructure you know, hotspots mm-hmm. apparently for UFOs. That and nuclear sites are one of the hotter spots. I hotter guess. spots yeah. for the. Do you think it maybe might be mutants at the plant? Maybe then are flying out. I mean, that, uh, that seems like a more reasonable explanation. Yeah. But they're humanoids. Now, we you had a story last week about uh, a, like a family was driving down the road and they thought yeah. they saw a humanoid fly across. In Is this a big thing? Because I, I will be honest with you. I, I Obviously, I don't follow paranormal news as much as you did or do, uh, but I used to. I used to be heavily invested in it for uh, a segment that I did on a previous station. And I don't remember a bunch of stories about flying humanoids. Is that a more recent thing? It's a growing thing. It's a growing thing. Yeah. So the idea is that these uh, humanoids are flying over power plants and keeping an eye on them. Here's from uh, here, here's from the story from, I think it was Mysterious Universe, where yeah. you got the story from. The flying humanoid or creature was seen at 6.30 p.m. in early October 2015. It appears to be hovering and moving slightly behind power lines. The person who uploaded the video called it a creature with a tail and swears it's not a kite. Yeah. So what is it and why is it in Slovakia? He swears it's not a kite, and we're just going to take his word for it. Uh, I noticed. Well, I, I did. I watched the video and then read it, and watching the video, I thought kite. It's totally a kite. It I moves mean, like a kite. It dips like a kite. It hard, looks like a kite. It's hard to tell how far away it is from the camera is yeah. one thing. Um, if it's farther away, it means it's massive, which um, it yeah, looked like it was farther that's... away. It looked like it, if, if it was a human being size. That he'd be gigantic. Yeah. Right. Because of the distance. Right, look like. Well, maybe. I mean, is is Slovakia? They might bring them big there. Maybe. Maybe. Um, but what is more likely that it's a kite or that somebody? And I don't know where these humanoids are supposed to be coming from. Well, that one to me, it, it looks like a kite. Yeah. It's flowing in the wind, and maybe maybe it's wearing a cape. I don't. I don't know. Uh, Slovakia, according to the story, currently has four operational nuclear reactors and a checkered pass with nuclear safety. Two older reactors at one of the plants were shut down in 2006 and 2008 because they didn't meet European safety standards. Could this flying humanoid be checking on safety issues at this plant? Um, I, I guess the other point I want to make on this is flying humanoids then are inherently interested in nuclear physics and can judge the safety of a plant by flying 30 feet above it well if it's if it's let's say it's something from out of this world uh-huh. um a lot of ufo abductees mm-hmm. claim that they were told by their abductors that they were worried about our nuclear arms race and the way we treat nuclear power so okay. i mean that's a possibility so they're eyeballing it stuff, from right? outside is my yeah. point. I mean, how are they just watching it and knowing, okay, hold on, this isn't safe? I mean, who knows if what they see is what we would see from that uh, spot. That's true. They might they have extra. And, well, I mean, the, the other one I sent you the other day was it was not at a nuclear power plant. That yeah, was that was just, just some a, guy flying or was driving down the road and something flew in front of him that might have been a giant butterfly yeah. or a dude going, hey, what's up? One of the most famous cases famous r- relatively famous cases of a flying humanoid happened in mexico a police officer down there had one it fell out of a tree which is weird for flying but <laughs> was it, he drunk um do you get do you get a ticket for that if you're a drunk flying humanoid uh, I, I don't i don't know i don't think he had time to ticket her because he said it was a her uh-huh. and before it hit the ground it stopped and levitated like it maybe it couldn't fly but it, he called it a witch and then it, it started pummeling his car. And he took all these lie detector tests and drug tests because he was mm-hmm. a police officer and he had right. to turn in what happened to his car. I mean, maybe he was just beating on it I, himself. I think he probably beat the crap out of his car and then said, you know what? It was either yeah. the chupacabra or I'll just make up something about a flying chick. Well, um, it's something I talked about on a podcast before. I may have seen something human-shaped flying before in my past. All right, we'll talk about that, as well as all these UFO photos that were released. Everybody on all of the paranormal sites are going nuts about that. Uh, These released photos from 1971 that purportedly show UFOs flying above uh, this United States submarine in the Arctic. And 
Anything else we can get to on yeah. WTF PNF here on the Jonathan Weir Show on KMEZ. show on live right now in kansas city the jonathan weir show that's right baby the jonathan weir show here on kbz we're doing wtf pnf news just the weirdest news stories you'll come across we already talked about flying humanoids um when are we going to get to ufos right now because there's been a cache of ufo photos supposedly from march 1971 have caused a frenzy on all of these paranormal sites uh reportedly from the arctic uh off of the submarine the uss i think it's trepang is the name of the submarine um uh, maybe taken by officer john klika and they show these cigar shaped uh pyramid shaped uh, weird things yeah. floating over the ocean and they're all kind of basic shapes and they're they're yeah they're just in the, the regular shapes the that you see. yeah um and one of the theories that I saw, not on the story that you sent me, but digging through some other stories on it, was that they are here for our oil. That's why they're really? in the Arctic. Oh. And I immediately went, that's bull because why would you go across galaxies in your amazing uh, space warping vehicles yeah. to come to America, but to come to Earth, yeah, that was it, to come to America planet and try to just get our oil. Oil. Why would you do that? I would, Why would you need oil that bad? I don't know. And um, don't you think there's oil on other planets? I'm assuming there probably is. I would think that uh, probably water would be much more rare. Probably. Right. Good point. Good point. You probably find oil, but not water so much. Uh, now, I looked into the stories, and I know everybody's going nuts about these, but I looked into these photos and the stories about them and uh, into the USS Trepang's service record, because that's public. And it says that in early 1971, she was testing weapon systems in the Arctic. Yeah. And that makes sense, since she was an well, attack yeah, submarine. That's, that's what she was. And so I'm going to just say what you're seeing in those photos is not UFOs. Those are the balloons that they will float over areas where submarines are doing target practice so that the submarines can shoot them down. They're target practice balloons. Are they? Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've seen, and if you actually uh, Google target practice submarine balloons or whatever, uh, those photos will come up. Like okay. things that look like, in fact, there's a picture of one of these things being launched off of a aircraft carrier that looks just like it, hmm. that looks just like one of these things. So here's the thing. I want to believe in aliens so much. Yeah. I really do. I would love to believe in aliens because it doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't make any sense that the galaxy is so big that there are so many stars, that there are so many potentially habitable planets. I think they said for every one star that you see, um, or for every, I'm sorry, for every 10 stars you see, there's uh, an 8 out of 10 yeah. chance that there's a habitable planet around that star. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't make any sense that we're alone, yeah. that there aren't aliens visiting us. I really want to believe in aliens, but that story is kind of easily debunked because they're target practice balloons. Well, yeah, honestly, I sent you that one. I read it. Mm -hmm. I didn't look into that particular yeah, part of it. Yeah, public record, yeah. Um, I've never seen the target balloons, but I sent it to you basically because it was having to do with the Navy and UFOs. Uh -huh. And I have known a few people in the Navy, and they've seen various things while oh. they were on ship. And that's a actually oh, a very I've, common I've known, story I, I for worked, naval officers. I worked with people who worked in the Air Force, and they said if you work in the Air Force long enough, uh, you either believe in aliens or you are lying about being in the Air Force. Yeah. That you will see some stuff. Now- whether they're UFOs from that represent an alien spacecraft or whether they're literally UFOs, meaning unidentified flying objects, well, yeah, that we they just could can't be explain, we don't know. Our intelligence, we never, you know, right. it could be something from another country that we don't know. What it and, is. and the thing is, again, I really want to believe in aliens. I just want 
I want evidence that that doesn't you know isn't easily uh, debunked by looking up the uh, the record of uh, the submarine. Now let's talk about SHC, uh, spontaneous human combustion. Yeah. That is a weird thing. You sent me a link on this, and I had no idea that this was even paranormal. I just assumed that this was a real thing. Well, because there is up until recently, it wasn't scientifically found. But there is a reason why our bodies could combust. Um, the wick effect you mentioned mm-hmm. to me earlier. Right. But there are still unexplained ones where they can't tie it back to that. There's, um, well, the wick effect, and let me just explain to people who don't know. The wick effect is a horrifying thing. And it's it's almost too ghastly to describe. But I'm going to do it anyway because I don't care. Um, that's where like somebody, for instance, will maybe fall asleep with a cigarette. And the cigarette will burn into their body, releasing subcutaneous fat. Uh, The fat will then get uh, absorbed by their clothing. The clothing then catches fire, and the clothing acts as a wick for the flame. And uh, that's why you see whenever you see pictures of spontaneous human combustion, you'll see that they have legs and arms still, Mm -hmm. but everything else is burnt up. That's because there's not a lot of fat in your legs and arms, so there's nothing to burn. There's a lot of stories where they weren't smokers and they didn't have candles going or whatever. Now, is this like a ball lightning? I you mean, think that, it's that? That's a, it's a theory. Okay, but, so what's ball lightning? Uh, ball lightning is an electronic... Um, I don't know the term for it. It's free-floating electrical it, It's not like When you think of lightning, you think of a strike hitting the ground, yeah. zigzagging through the sky and bam, hitting the ground. But ball lightning... Uh, has been described by some people as just this kind of lightning that is it's around when there's thunder and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but it will just kind of hover in areas. Yeah. Instead of striking anything, it'll just be this ball of lightning mm-hmm. that sometimes eerily, and this is true, by the way, this isn't paranormal, this is a totally true thing, Yeah. where it will almost like sneak up on people and hit them. Well, and, yeah, and it's actually mistaken commonly for UFO. Okay. It's one of the things with UFOs. You say, oh, it's ball lightning or it's Venus. So some people, people think people it's, it's ball lightning is hitting people and that's causing them to spontaneously combust. I haven't heard that actually. Oh, okay. I, they, they don't know why. So they but have no idea. They'll find, um, you know, it doesn't happen often, but they'll have this happen to people that they weren't smoking. They didn't find any residue from a cigarette or... Um, they didn't smoke. Mm-hmm. They didn't find anything that would show why they caught on fire. They just blew up. They just Is there anything melted. I can do to prevent I, this? Because I'm a the, hypochondriac. I'm worried about cancer. I don't need to yeah. worry. Don't you dare. Don't you, I know what you're doing in there, but you stop. I don't Cancer. Care. And my name is Larry. Will. I, anyway. I've always been like a little worried in the back of my head about it too because I but naturally just bursting run into hot. flames. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know <laughs> I, why that would worry you. I naturally run hot, like my body. Yeah, mine too. Me too. Oh God, stop! <laughs> if it starts happening, you think I call into work? Like as it's happening, like, uh, if Jack, you can make you can't it, come yeah. in spontaneously mm-hmm. combusting right now. Well, Sorry, even buddy. even if you get decapitated, your head stays alive for like thirty seconds something like that so i'm sure you'd have time to make a phone call okay. if you're on fire that's that's good so there's some consolation in that i can burst into flames but at least i'll have time to call in yeah. and say hey i'm not coming in because i'm mm-hmm. burning up right now uh jason koopsick from midcontinent paranormal research society uh what's your website real quick midcontinentparanormal.com okay and uh twitter at MC Paranormal RS. Hey, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah. Coming up on the Jonathan Weir Show, um, what are the biggest stressors at work other than maybe spontaneously bursting into flames? And then we have Battle of the Blands. It's Drinkenstein versus Boogie in Your Butt. And then Max on Movies. A whole jam-packed hour coming your way on the Jonathan Weir Show here on KMBZ. But Will Sterrett is here with the news first. Hey, Will. Happening now on KMBZ, suing the feds. That's next. Very superstitious Writing on the wall Very superstitious Letters about to fall Thirteen months old baby Broke the looking glass 
Jonathan Weir Show. It's the Jonathan Weir Show here on KBC. Uh, 22980 is the text line. Every Friday, we have Jason Kupsik in from the Mid-Continent Paranormal Research Society to talk about wacky stuff. We were doing it the last couple weeks, um, just random paranormal stories. Yeah. And then we talked about it, and we were like, you know, it would be better if we just focused on one paranormal thing mm-hmm. a week. So that's what we're going to do, just focus on one specific thing a week. So that way, we can really get into detail on it. Um, and I, I really like that idea, instead of just doing it all randomly. This week, we're doing Bigfoot. Yeah. So 22980, do you have any personal Bigfoot stories? Has anybody out there encountered Bigfoot, seen Bigfoot while driving? And uh, don't do not do the will thing. I was going to big feet. I have a big feet. I'm going to I wear size 14 as well. Really? Well, I used to think I had big feet. I wear 12s. I used to tell people I wear 12. And people were like, damn, gang. Look at you. And I was like, I know, right? Ladies love it. Because they just like a guy with big feet. That's I, because they keep him warm at night. Yeah, that's what it is. So let's talk about Bigfoot. Um, let's get into just the general idea of what a Bigfoot is. Mm-hmm. It's a weird thing. Yeah, it's basically the idea that there's a missing link roaming around. I guess America, the, uh, all over, all over the place. There's... They're seen in Europe. Are they seen in? Um, I don't know about. Europe, actually, now that I think about it, but the corners of the world. Really. There's not as many forests for them to hide yeah. in anymore. Maybe like the uh, um, the Black Forest in Germany or something. I'm sure like there's the stories over there. I just they usually talk about the Pacific Northwest, Canada, Russia, mm-hmm. Himalayas, uh, Australia. Okay, all right. They're all the way in Australia. Uh, there are stories out of Australia. Oh, now. okay. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Okay, so Bigfoot, obviously, just big. Weird ape thing, sometimes called yeah. what the North American ape. Um, well, yeah, uh, in the U.S. they call them Sasquatch, um, Momo, in, in Momos. Missouri I think he gets offended one. by that. Yeah. I would. Who you call it, Momo? Yeah. Yeti is a popular turnover. I thought Yeti in, was uh, abominable snowman. Yeah, but I mean, they're they're basically the same thing, except for one is white and one is brown. Supposedly, uh, I mean, they would be in the same class. Do you think like? Of, the Yetis have like a classism thing kind of going on there, or they're like I mean, Yeti maybe, power. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know how often they come in contact. Okay, I, before we get into the stories on it and all the different things uh, and the theories on Sasquatch, I'm just going to say I don't believe in them. Yeah, as I because as you know, I'm very skeptical about many things. One thing I do know is that the Westboro Baptist Church is a gay rights group, um, <laughs> but I don't believe in Sasquatch. One because we have videos of everything now. Yeah. Well, there are anything major happens, somebody takes a video of it. Everybody has a camera on them at all times in their phones. Well, almost everybody has a camera on their phone, and yet there hasn't been a significant increase, at least from what I've seen. And obviously, you study this, so you can speak to this uh, of decent photos and videos of Squatchy. Well, there are there are odd theories about. Why that is? Why there's okay. there's really two sides to the Bigfoot story, or two camps as you might call them. One is it's a natural creature that's just undiscovered, and another one is extraterrestrial, basically. Oh, he's an alien. Yeah. Why? Uh, I mean, different people think might think that they maybe that's why they're able to disappear. There's even some weird um, theories about they're able to vibrate themselves. To blend into the forest and have. <laughs> Is that what you're talking about? Maybe. I mean, I have. Is that why we never see any Bigfoot babies? Because they're too busy vibrating themselves? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but some people claim they can vibrate their bodies at such high speeds they distort light. Now, that's a very out there theory. Wow. And I don't people will just say anything. That yeah, that's why. No. Uh-huh. You could just no. They have special disappearing powder. That's mm-hmm. what they use. Yeah. Um, and, and the other thing is, there are Bigfoot psychic people that claim they speak with. Get Bigfoot, into the minds and of they're Bigfoot. They're ones that come up with the odder story, weirder stories. Okay. Uh, the other reason I don't believe in Bigfoot is uh, we've never found any fossils. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't there be Bigfoot bones all over the place? There. I mean, we have bones for T Rex. We have bones for uh, any, you know, the giant mammals that lived on this continent, giant sloth, giant bears that lived on this continent uh, millions of years ago. We don't have any fossil record of the Bigfoot. Yeah. Well, I mean, they would be, there are some 
fossils out there that show what people say is giants. And, you know, science doesn't necessarily recognize them, but maybe they would look closer into it if they actually found a living one. They found a living Bigfoot. Maybe. I do know that they're actually on the endangered species list in three countries. Which countries? 1965, Russia put them on the endangered species <laughs> list. In 1967, Germany and France put them on the endangered wow. species list. All right. All right. I just, I don't. So I guess they have been found then, or people have seen them in France. Um, you said Germany earlier, but in, in France. Yeah. yeah. So in, in 2013, I found a story uh, from a Mirror article in 2013 that says, if you're confronted by Bigfoot, offer it food. And it will provide you an 80% chance of survival, while crying will get you punched in the face. I don't know where they got this quote from, <laughs> but it was a quote in this article from somebody that Sounds has, like my dad growing up. Yeah. Yeah. He's had experience with them, apparently. Right. Now, me personally, I, um, I believe they're possible. I've never seen a Bigfoot. Mm -hmm. But I think that... Uh, one of the things that makes me believe in the possibility is they are still finding new species on the planet all the time. Not usually that size, but even just a few years ago, they found a hundred plus new species on top of this mountain in yeah, Australia or Papua New Guinea. But the last big thing we ever found was a was the giant panda. That was over a hundred yeah. years ago. Well, that's and not, a giant I mean, panda is bigger or is is smaller than a bigfoot. Yeah, I mean that's that's true as far as on land. Yeah. Um, but so what? Bigfoot I know, is is aquatic now. No, no, I'm not. I don't mean that. But um, I think it's uh, personally. I'm not trying to call you egotistical, but oh, I think I it's am. a little it's egotistical okay. yeah. that men, man, thinks that they know everything about that's out there. They know everything about everything. Well, hold on, I, I'm I'm not, and you can call me egotistical. That's fine. I'm not. Uh, egotistical so much as I'm yeah. skeptical. I just choose no, no, to no, not I, believe. I wasn't directing yeah. that at you. No, that's my and, general I, and, thought. And, and general, again, as somebody who works in news, uh, as somebody who is is fascinated with the stories of this, I am more than uh, open and would be ecstatic if, yeah. like, you know, somebody just it just came up on CNN right now and Anderson Cooper is sitting down with Bigfoot. Mm, yeah, you know, I would love that. There uh -huh. would be nothing better for me than that because it would be great. We'd be talking about Bigfoot for weeks. But I, I just, because of the, the fossil record, because of, uh, you know, we have videos of everything except for Bigfoot, it just seems yeah. uh, rare to me. Now, you emailed me a, a story or a sent it to me on Twitter of Bigfoot theories. And I just pulled out my favorite ones yeah. that you sent to me because I do love these. For instance, one of them is Sasquatches appear in the Bible. A few modern creationists have argued that the giants briefly mentioned in the book of Genesis were actually early big feet. I, I did see that in the article I sent you. I pulled a couple out of there for my notes. Um, they do speak of giants in the Bible. Okay. I mean, people but do. But I don't like remember them saying that giant, naked, yeah. hairy giants, though. I mean, that's true. That's true of the Bible. It doesn't say that. But almost every ancient culture of people talk about a hairy man that doesn't have much contact with them. And because it's human-like or ape-like, maybe... They haven't found a fossil of them. I mean, are there human fossils out there? Yes. There, there are. Yeah, they find but, human fossils all the time. But are they the same? Are they Homo sapien or are they a different class? Well, they, the Australopithecine, I mean, they found yeah. Lucy. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, they find fossils all the time for yeah, other well, humans. There's also a lot of unexplained ones, and who's to say that those aren't big feet. a Bigfoot one? If they found I a mean, gigantic one, that'd be great, but usually they find yeah. ones that are diminutive compared to modern Homo sapien. Mm. Um, Another one that I love, Sasquatch bury their dead, which is why we don't find the fossils, according yeah. to them. Uh, one of the most jarring questions for cryptozoologists is, if Sasquatches are real, why don't we ever find their bodies? Many believers argue that, like modern elephants, the elusive apes actually bury their dead for a lengthy list of purported sightings of... Oh, hold on, I'm sorry. I started reading something that was part of the article that wasn't actually in there. Uh, anyway, so they, they bury their dead. That's why we don't find their bodies. But we find you know, T-Rex bodies, and we mm -hmm. find these things that are buried yeah. under, you know, years and years of sediment. It just makes no sense to me that we wouldn't find uh, a Bigfoot. Um, and also, 
the best one, and again, maybe the WBC will be defending them pretty soon. 10% of Sasquatchai might be gay. I saw that on A there. cryptozoologist Lauren Coleman recalls having once, quote, lightheartedly wondered aloud if 10% of Bigfoot population matching the figures we have on Homo sapiens might be gay. Days later, he was shocked to discover a slew of angry emails denouncing him for calling Bigfoot a homosexual. I... I, I mean, I don't even. That's not even a. Th- that's yeah. not a theory of where, how they might exist. I just love that somebody put the thought in it and be like, "What if Bigfoot's gay? What if he like looks at another Bigfoot and he's like, ooh, ooh. Well, I mean, not saying that it's not possible because I I believe he's possible, but I don't know. <laughs> um, but men, man, again, likes to imprint their their world onto other things, right? It's, well, there's lots of gay animals. Yeah, yeah. Well, but I mean, I mean, God, I had two male cats for God's sake. You wouldn't. Uh, it was just so disgusting. Yeah. I, I really wish the WCBC had actually been protesting that just to get them to stop because it was like a prison movie in my house. It was like <laughs> Oz. It was like a bad episode of Oz. All right, coming up on the Jonathan Weir Show, more Bigfoot stories. Uh, if you have any Bigfoot stories, text them into two two nine eight zero. And then we have a story about a woman who says she saw a Bigfoot. With a baby. And actually, we have the audio of her calling 911 for that. It's all coming up on the Jonathan Weir Show here on KMBZ. Chances are you're covered by a health insurance plan, but health in. When we were youngsters, on the junkyard. No, we are stone mines, full of junk. The only show on live right now in Kansas City, The Jonathan Weir Show. It is The Jonathan Weir Show here on KMBZ as we wrap up uh, Paranormal Fridays with Jason Kupsik from Mid-Continent Paranormal Research Society uh, talking about Bigfoot this week and this story is something you sent me and I I just love this story it's a woman who claims she saw Bigfoot with a baby and it comes from Fox in San Antonio I did talk with a woman on the phone today I couldn't convince her to do an interview she said she just moved to the area and she doesn't want to get a certain reputation with her neighbors but she does want to warn them she told the dispatcher she's now thinking about moving back I know this is going to sound crazy. Dispatchers could tell you callers never just stop right there. And the stories sometimes seem unbelievable. Let's listen to the rest. I know this is going to sound crazy, but I went back and checked, and there were friends, a Bigfoot with a baby. There were what? It was a Bigfoot with a baby. After assuring the dispatcher she hadn't been drinking, the woman offers no explanation why she waited two days to call. She said she was driving up Route 43 toward the Peaks of Otter last Wednesday. It was 20 minutes till midnight when she says her headlights hit something strange past Turkey Mountain Road just before you come to the first bridge. She says she went back in daylight. And I did see some footprints. And the shroud was longer than anything I could okay, make. I, I'm just, not to be mean to this woman, but if you saw a Bigfoot, why the hell would you call 911 about it? Well, and why would you call them two, two days, days later? Yeah. Why would you wait two days, and why would you even call 911 in the first place? I, the first, I would call you. Um, if I see a Bigfoot, call, I'm not going to call 911. I'll call yeah. you. I mean, people call 911 for crazy things. I know. I know. I'm making fun so, of her yeah. wasting dispatcher's <laughs> time with something that happened two days ago that they're going to go, okay, there's nothing we can do about that lady. Yeah. Um, she said she saw a Bigfoot baby, which is actually a big thing because a lot of people say if there's all these big feet, where are the babies? Why don't we ever see yeah. a Bigfoot baby? But that's something different because people never say, say they see the babies. Well, one thing that I've always struggled with when it comes to thinking about Bigfoot is they have to have a breeding, breeding population that right. has to be big enough if they have the same kind of genetics that we do. There'd have to be thousands of them mm-hmm. because the, all, if all the sightings are true, there would have to be thousands of them. So there should be more evidence that they exist other than just eyewitness accounts. Yeah. And, and there's not a lot of actual evidence. There's just people going, I think I saw it. And it could have just been a hairy dude walking naked through your backyard yeah you know i actually um, could have been robin williams back in the day found a few interesting things in canada there is a cabin in canada that's on a fishing lake and they rent it out for fishermen mm-hmm. and it get a t- it gets attacked frequently and and one of the 
parties that were staying there claimed that it was throwing rocks at them. Um, which no ape, I mean, apes can do, but yeah. there's not supposed to be an ape in North America. Now, this cabin is hundreds of miles to the closest town. You have to fly in and land on the lake in order to go to it. And it got broken in at one time, and they thought it might be a bear, so they put down a bear board, and the bear board is just two, uh, like a piece of plywood with nails or mm-hmm. screws sticking up. So if they step on it, it's, they put it in front of the door so it, the bear will run away. Okay. They actually came back later and found that there was blood on it and hair fibers, and they sent it off. This was on Monster Quest on History Channel. They sent it off, and it was inconclusive. They found it to be somewhere between ape and man, and that's all that they they could do with it because they didn't have anything to to compare it to. It could have been my cousin Shane. Yeah. It could have been him. Another thing about on that same episode that I found really interesting is a bunch of researchers tracked all of the sightings in Canada Mm -hmm. and found that it actually, the majority of the sightings were where the blueberries were growing that time of the year. It actually would follow north to south where the blueberries were was where the majority of the sightings were. I mean, there are definitely... So there's there's Bigfoots out there. They don't like nails, but they love blueberries. The Jonathan Weir Show. From the text line at 22980, scariest thing that ever happened to you uh, a couple of them. My first year in Kansas City, a naked man threw rocks at my bedroom window. He wore nothing but a ski mask. <laughs> it, does it make it scarier? Jason Kupsik from Midcontinent Paranormal Research Society is with me. Does it make it scarier the, that he was wearing just a ski mask, right? Doesn't that make it worse? A, a little bit. I mean, I think there could be other scarier things he could have been wearing. Like, to me, there's nothing more unattractive than... Uh, uh, being naked now if a girl does it it's fine but like if you're naked and you're just like wearing socks or black socks especially if they're like hiked up and you're mowing the lawn never a good look never a good look um do 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 also from the text line the scariest thing that happened to me was the first time i smoked weed my mom's car was not in the driveway and i went in side to find out she was home i almost found out because i was being stupid are you smoking weed right now because that didn't Who's smoking weed right now? Who, who's lighting up Jays? Who's blazing some doobies? Text on the text line at 22980. We do actually, Jason, get around 730 or so. I get just a lot of really stoned people texting yeah. the show. It's, it's fun. Random I like stuff. It. Yeah, I like those guys. All right, so you're here, uh, as you are every week at this time, to talk about weird paranormal stuff that I don't believe in or give any credence to because I'm a jerk and a hardcore skeptic. This week, we wanted to focus on one thing that is very creepy and weird, and that is haunted dolls. Uh, you have been sending me pictures and gifs or gifs of haunted dolls for like the last two weeks, and yeah. it's weird because I begged you to stop, and then when I do that, you send me more pictures. It's almost like me saying, please stop, only antagonizes or yeah. it, it, it encourages you. To send me more pictures. I actually told all my podcast listeners to send you pictures, too. Oh, really? Yeah, well, you told me I, I might thought have that you were, like, really afraid of them. Yeah, I'm but, not that. I'm, yeah. not that. I'm not afraid of nothing. I'm a man, all yeah. right? I'm a man. Then why did you tell me to stop? I've never seen a grown man cry for a week until those it's pictures not, start coming. That's not true, Travis. You need to stop talking. All right? I know fine. you're trying to be funny. Four days. Yeah, fine. Whatever. It was like four and a half. It was like three and a half. <laughs> that's not fair. And I don't cry. I scream and throw my phone across the room. Jerk. All right. Uh, so give me some haunted doll stories. Apparently, this is a thing. I've never heard of this before, which I find very interesting. And I'm glad we brought it it's to the show. It's such because a big thing. You could probably find your own. I don't know if they're... What are you saying? I'm lazy? No. Why don't you do your own research, weird? <laughs> no, no. Jackass. I mean that uh, eBay. You can find them on eBay. Oh, yeah? At least they're not famous Haunted ones. dolls they're I can buy. They're not famous in... ones, but they're ones that people say are haunted. Okay. Why um, would I want that in my house? I, oh, I this killed There's... three children in Connecticut. Here you go. Buy it on eBay. <laughs> sure. Well, the most the most famous one, actually, a movie within the last year, Annabelle. Yeah, yeah. Travis and I were talking about that last time. And hour. it was actually a big, like, Raggedy Ann doll. That's all it is. Instead of whatever was in the movie. Um, but a girl named Donna received it from her mother mm-hmm. in the 70s. So Annabelle was, that's what Travis said. It, it, Travis? Said I said Travers. I don't shut up. Don't look at me like that. Um, Travis said it was the Conjuring was supposedly based on a true story. So this is the story it's based on. Yeah. Okay. I mean the Warrens were 
well known or they are well known in the paranormal field and they own an occult museum and that's where this doll is at now hmm. it's actually in a case that they say is encrusted with holy water that's why it can't get out oh right because yeah. that's what would stop it um what did it do so donna was older when she got it and they said that it would move around and change positions and it actually attacked one of their roommates named lou that he was asleep and woke up to it sliding up its leg up his legs and crawling on his chest and then he passed out because he was so afraid apparently but then the next day this was a girl doll this was a raggedy ann doll i'd be like come here what you doing what you but then the to, next girl? day it, uh what you got going on yeah. i know you called raggedy ann but hopefully not right now <laughs> That was disgusting. I'm sorry. I apologize to everybody, including you. Okay, anyway, go ahead. So the next day, he was still at the house, and they were getting ready to leave on a uh, road trip. Mm -hmm. And he was in the house by himself for a few moments and heard the room that he had been sleeping in just like, like somebody was in there throwing stuff around. So he went in there and saw the doll and walked over the doll. And then he felt like somebody was behind him and he turned around and there was nothing there. And then all of a sudden he had to grab his chest because he felt some intense pain. And when he lifted up his shirt, there were seven scratch marks that were bleeding on him. From the doll. From the doll. Well, well, he thinks it, from the doll. He, whether the doll actually moved or not, he was next to the doll when it happened. Mm -hmm. And somebody, a medium came in and said that it was the spirit of a girl that was buried below the apartment. Now, I couldn't find if they actually found a body there or not. Okay, here's what I'm confused about. That's the most well About ghosts in general. So if I die and I'm a ghost and I can just walk through walls and stuff, I'm going to a strip club. Why am I hanging out at the same house where I died? Well, unless you're trapped there, I actually kind of agree with you. Mm -hmm. I typically don't investigate cemeteries because who would want to hang out there right. all day well I, I knew a guy in high school that yeah was pretty weird but um <laughs> yeah exactly i don't understand why people always see ghosts in the last place you'd want to hang out well, if you're a dead in, person in cemeteries particularly the person didn't live there mm -hmm. if it is a spirit of a person they well, didn't right. live there they were just put there after their real after quick and died. i know this is diverging from our main topic but ghosts what is the scientific parascientific explanation for ghosts it's like uh the you, like something horrible happens and like ectoplasm gets ejected from your body or something and splashes all over the walls and that's what ghosts are or something well you could ask a hundred different people and get probably a hundred different responses now the 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 main thing is that people think they're spirits of a dead person that probably had unfinished business okay but uh, like i told you before i try not to label anything so I don't look at it as a spirit of a person. I see that as a possibility, but I don't know. It, but that's like the scientific thing usually involves the word ectoplasm. Ectoplasm actually comes from a term. I don't know if you've seen pictures from like early spiritualism. Mm -hmm. There would be pictures of people with like weird gooey stuff coming out of their body. And seen, most of the time, pictures what it was them. was just like cotton and fiber and stuff oh, like that. So they didn't know what the hell it was. People no. were fooled by cotton and think it was goo? They, they were photos. So oh. in the photos, okay. so not the people It was that old were photos and they, they kind of look... Okay, got it, got mm. it, got it. Um, all right, so next story about the haunted dolls. Robert. Now, Robert... Why does that freak me out? The fact that... The, like an Annabelle, I'm like, okay, an Annabelle, sure. Yeah. But like just a Robert, that that's creepy. If, if there was like... Um, actually, in the new Paranormal Activity movie, the demon's name is Toby. No, and, really? and everybody's like laughing about it like ah toby was like no that freaks me out because that's just like a dude uh -huh. that's just a guy named toby like if, it, if the demon's name was beelzefer or something i'd be like okay that's yeah. that's too hokey for me but toby that bothers me a demon doll named robert scares the crap out of me i don't know why yeah uh, robert was given it was actually owned by a famous artist named eugene otto and he received the doll when he was a child from apparently a servant that uh, practiced black magic. Mm -hmm. And the neighbors would claim that they would actually see the doll move from window to window when nobody was home. When when did this supposedly happen? Well, he was given the doll in the 1906. Mm -hmm. It doesn't say the timeline of how... He, had, he owned the doll until he died in 1974. Okay. And 
So he had it in 1906, and he had it for almost 70 years. Yeah. And what did it do? Well, di- different neighbors would claim that they would see the doll in different windows from t- you know while people weren't there, mm-hmm. and it would let out a big giggle at times, <laughs> just like uh, just like just uh. like uh, belted it out apparently from rooms where nobody was in the room with it. My name's Robert, and I'm a giggle puss. Did he ever say that? I don't think I so. I could see him saying that. Yeah. I could see Apparently, him saying that. Apparently, they would also, the people that lived the house, the Otto family, would see little like flashes of it running from by doors from room to room. Want to hear my theory on it? Yeah, what's that? This is uh, pre-ADT and home security devices. Yeah. You tell everybody that you have a creepy, haunted <laughs> doll in your house that giggles? No burglars coming in that well, house. Yeah, I don't That's know. the doll house. Everybody's staying away from there. I don't know if the story actually came out until when he died, it was left in the attic of the house and the family moved in and they actually gave the doll to their daughter, mm-hmm. which I don't know why you would give a, I, yeah, a creepy sure. doll. Like give that. a creepy doll because she needs <laughs> nightmares too. Why not spread around the terror? And she would actually have like be asleep and wake up to all this noise and the parents would come in and turn the light on and their room would, her room would be destroyed. And she was interviewed years later saying that the doll wanted to kill her. That's probably where the story came from. So I don't know if the neighbors before, I don't know if it had the reputation then. Okay. Now, you said you have four stories about haunted dolls. Um, We're going to go to commercial break here in a second. Can you preface the next one? Uh, how about the Tickle Me Elmo doll? I like that one. Yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, because that's recent, and I think a lot of... People who are listening right now might have one of those in their uh-huh. house if they're a parent. And they're looking for any excuse to bury that thing in the backyard right now anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so that's coming up. The evil Tickle Me Elmo doll here on the Jonathan Weir Show as we continue Paranormal Fridays on KMBZ. The only show on live right now in Kansas City. The Jonathan Weir Show. That's right, baby. It is the Jonathan Weir Show here on KMBZ. Uh, before we get back to Paranormal Fridays with Jason Koopsik, we are going to uh, ask you guys to throw out any song requests that you have right now to the text line at 2290. The first three we get will be the first three songs that we play next hour on the Jonathan Weir Show because Travis is sick of you people. He's done. He's done, you know, picking songs out and trying to make sure that you guys like him. Couldn't care less at this point in the show and this point in the week. So text your song request to 22980, the first three we get, assuming we have even three people listening. <laughs> Thank you, World Series. Um, the first three we get will be the songs we play. Now, Jason, back to Paranormal Fridays. Um, haunted Dolls, Tickle Me Elmo, apparently tried to kill a child, something like that? Well, I don't know if he actually tried to kill the child, but he... Um... Makes a better story, just say he did. Just, yeah? Yeah, screw credibility. Okay. We're, we're going for the... We're going for the gusto here. So apparently in 2008, the Bowman family purchased a Tickle Me Elmo doll, and it was programmed to say the owner's name. Like, you could program it to say different things. So, I mean, it it, it could have been programmed to say Kill James, which was the name of the boy. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I mean, I don't think I would do that to my own kid. Right. <laughs> you don't, okay. So, so somehow this Tickle Me Elmo doll yeah. started saying, Kill James! Well, they, yeah, they... They programmed it, and then after the batteries died the first time, when they replaced the batteries, it started to say, kill James, or sing, kill James, repeatedly. <laughs> that makes it so much worse that it was singing it. <laughs> kill James. Uh, quick uh, uh, story that I have that goes along with this. I had a Teddy Ruxpin doll. Remember yeah. those? Mm-hmm. When we were kids? They were uh, I never had one, but you I never. Oh, well, sorry. You were poor, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I actually, I was poor, but that was my one big Christmas present. It was great. So I had a Teddy Ruxman doll. And, I, and the thing was, you had these tapes that you put in and it'd read you a story. Well, you could put any tape in it. So you could have Teddy Ruxman singing Guns and Roses if you wanted yeah. to. And it was awesome. Um, my brother one night went downstairs. And my dad had a lot of recording equipment and recorded him screaming, I'm going to kill you, John. Wake up and die. Wake <laughs> up and die, Johnny boy. Snuck into my room in the middle of the night. My favorite toy of all time puts it in there, hits play. I wake up to my childhood most cherished possession going, wake up and die, John. <laughs> time for death. 
See, I got pretty funny prank. I got Good stuff job. like Nintendo and basketball goal and skateboard, like boy stuff. Ah, uh, yeah, not, yeah, not dolls. Well, I was like six. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'm sorry that I was a six year old. Um, I guess it wasn't your fault. Somebody gave it to you. Yeah, yeah, but you parent, loved it. Santa brought it for me. Yeah, that's what happened. Apparently, the uh, in the according to the story, Fisher Price offered to replace it. So I don't know if they did or not, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, the kid was terrified. They, I, as he should be. Um, any other ones? Any other haunted doll stories? Um, I have. We have like oh, I a have minute. A Kiku is a Japanese doll whose hair grows. It was purchased. Is this supposed to happen? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. No, because I know the Japanese. It They're was a doll that was purchased weird. by a boy in 1918 for her for his sister, mm-hmm. and the sister died a year later. Loved the doll, and they would they put it on an altar to pray for her spirit. And then it started growing hair. They had to regularly trim it. I don't know why, but that one bothered me the most of all. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's because another one be a that bled. Creepy thing. There's like, another one that bled too. I think it's the fact that it's Japanese. So I can yeah. be like, yeah, who knows? Maybe uh-huh. all you know the nuclear bomb or two or so, and it makes the doll's hair grow and bleed. I don't know. What is the name of this doll you brought in? You brought Norman, in a doll like Norman Bates. I don't like him. Tell him I don't no? like him. Well, I, I don't want him to know that I don't like him because I feel like I'm going to see him in the car on my way home yeah. in the rearview mirror with a garata. Uh, so, Nor- whoops, sorry. Sorry, Norman. If you ever come on an investigation, he may be there to scare you. Guess who's not coming on investigations yeah. as long as Norman's there? <laughs> uh, Jason Koopsik from Midcontinent Paranormal Research Society. Uh, what is the website? Midcontinentparanormal.com. And I am looking for members currently, if anybody's interested. To go on investigations and things like that? Yeah, they could fill out a form on the website. And you just started a podcast. What's uh, How do we listen to that? I am on the Ectoplasm show mm-hmm. on iTunes, and I just started In the Dark podcast. Sounds great. Coming up on the Jonathan Weir Show, we're going to have Max on Movies on to talk about scary Halloween movies and God knows what else is coming your way next. Kara Marks is here with the news right now. Hey, Kara. Hey, John. Happening now on KMBZ, the Royals trying to make it 3-0. and Details in just a minute.